but my New Year's resolution for 2018 is to learn how to produce a podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Sydney, and you're listening to the Feminist Airhorn. Carrying Books and Gifts podcast. At Card Carrying, we're committed to encouraging conversation among young people about feminism, politics, and the various other issues they find important, but don't often get the chance to voice their opinions on. On today's slightly longer episode, Sydney and I are joined by her mom and my dear friend and business partner, Randy. We'll discuss self-care, activism, and New Year's resolutions. So some people do think that self-care has a cost to it, that it has to be something like what you had mentioned, Randy, it has to be, or it is always something like retail therapy or getting a massage. But I think that self-care can often be free. Some of the things that you mentioned, Sid, are things that I think a lot of people do already that maybe they don't take into consideration as being part of self-care, but if they do it mindfully and they do it on purpose, like knowing that this is their time to listen to music and relax or, you know, to FaceTime with someone and that's part of their, their process of taking care of themselves. I think that counts as self-care. I think the big, the big decider of whether something is self-care is how mindful it is, how purposefully it's done. Um, so free things are certainly part of self-care then. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something, does anybody want to talk about something they do purposefully, they do mindfully as part of their self-care, whether it's daily or weekly? Um, sometimes I go to Wegmans and try the samples. <laughs> That's free, and it makes me feel very relaxed and very good about myself. Even in all those crowds, it makes you... Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can actually vouch for the fact. That's, I would never have thought about that, Squiddy, as your self-care, but it's you free. genuinely love Wegman samples in a way that I don't know anyone else that does. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a true I'm story. I'm not joking. This podcast is not endorsed by Wegmans, yeah. but, but boy. It could be. <laughs> I, mindful, um, I know this has become a bit cliche, but I love my here, bullet here journal. Here we go. It's on my lap right now. And I love just those couple of thoughts and, and jotting down after something or a meeting or something I'm grateful for or just that little record of my life. It's so helpful to be able to go look back and, and watch, you know, life evolve. I can vouch for its helpful its helpfulness and reliability insofar as starting a business especially. Yeah. So. And if I'm ever subpoenaed, you know, I have contemporaneous <laughs> notes. So I'm pretty psyched about that. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> I know I I don't like to get up early, um, but I will get up 15 or 20 minutes early just so that I can kind of sit and have my coffee and look at my schedule and not feel like I have to get up and rush into the shower or rush into, I don't know, washing dishes from the night before or something mm-hmm. like that. I need that 15 minutes at the start of the day. Because if I don't, the days that I don't have it, halfway through the day, I just feel like, I've lost control of my life. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening next. I don't know what the next day is going to entail. I just have no sort of grasp of of anything. I feel very off kilter. Mm-hmm. I also, um, and I think this 
is a great thing that people don't think about a lot in regards to self-care. Um, you can download apps that encourage meditation um, or relaxation apps or things like that. Um, I have two on my phone because I'm indecisive enough that one's not enough. <laughs> um, and I don't, the guided meditations personally aren't really for me, but I like sort of calming music. I like white noise. Um, and for me, that's part of my self-care. I do not sleep well if I don't have that with me. Um, and if I don't sleep well, I just feel not myself. So, yeah. Do you ever, I try to think too about how self-care, we notice self-care in other people or we encourage them to take care of themselves. You kind of talked about that a little bit, Sid, if you, like if you notice that a friend is feeling bad and you encourage them to take care of themselves. Do you feel like you talk about the things that make you feel better or, I don't know about feel better, but do you feel like you talk about self-care with friends or things that would be considered self-care? Um, sometimes, I don't mm -hmm. know. We don't really discuss that that much in our conversations, but recently I did have like a friend and she was going through something with one of our other friends who had made a pretty major mistake, but I told her that what was important was that she was the victim in that situation and that she was like, it needed to be in her grounds and they talked everything out and discussed things. And mm -hmm. like, because it happened to her and she was the one kind of going through, this sounds really serious, it wasn't like a very big deal, but like, it's hard for middle schoolers sometimes. Um, There's just, sorry. Um, I just told her that because everything that's kind of happened to her in this situation, mm -hmm. she needed to be the one whose emotions and time even was put first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I encouraging somebody to take care of themselves emotionally is a great thing to do as a friend and also something that we should all be doing for ourselves in regards to self-care and checking in with ourselves to see how we feel about a certain situation. Could be something big that's happening in the news that makes you want to pick up the phone and call your local legislator, but it can be something that's happening to a friend as well that you just want to be mindful for them, I guess. What else? Does anybody else have any good tools in regards to self-care? We talked about bullet journals. Sleeping. Sleeping. Yeah. Is a very good tool that's really linked to all aspects of our health. Yeah, I mean, just as simple as getting enough water, mm -hmm. getting, you know, the the basics of life. That mm -hmm. if you're if you're dehydrated, you feel run down. Um, so sometimes what I do is when I'm feeling off, and I think we all have that sense of you're in your body but you feel off. Mm -hmm. It's like you're off kilter in your own skin. I try to stop and think first. Is there a chance I need to drink some water? Mm -hmm. Is there a chance that I didn't get enough rest? Do I need to get up and move around? Like, do I just need to walk around the block? Do I need to get some fresh air? Because at the end of, often when I'm feeling off, if I shift something like that, if it's something that's bothering me more emotionally, that'll come to the front of my mind mm -hmm. during the walk mm -hmm. or as I get the glass of water or as I, you know, just think through my day and is there a chance I could maybe take a nap. When I start focusing on how my body is feeling, it's almost like it allows the emotional side of my brain to, to tell me what's really going on. Mm -hmm. 
But if I just stay in that off-kilter feeling, if I just stay with like, I feel off, without trying to address it, it certainly never gets better. Mm -hmm. My mother always said, water, fresh air, and sunshine. It's literally Mm -hmm. what she told us. Anytime we expressed frustration or um, anger or confusion, she would tell us to drink some water, go outside and get some fresh air and take a walk. Water, fresh air, and sunshine. It's it's amazing advice. It's so true. It is very helpful. It is so true. Yeah. One of those things that's frustrating at the time of hearing it, you know. (laughs) Well, as, that's a, yeah. as a teenager or something like that, yeah, frustrating to hear, but yeah. ends up being accurate. How do we think self-care is linked to goals or resolutions for ourselves? Since it's the new year, we want to talk about, you know, people have, it's pretty common for people to start the new year off with some personal goals or professional goals or just any sort of changes they want to make in their life. How do we think self-care plays into that? Well, I'm going on runs every week with my dad and I re- and his friends, and I really love it, and it's really fun, and I'm not like a really great runner right now, so I have to do kind of a modified route, but my goal by the end of the school year is to be able to like do the same route as him and his friends and go at their pace and everything. Like That's definitely part of my New Year's resolution, and I consider running and exercise self-care so they kind of tie into each other yeah that's great that's a great example and you're enjoying the run so far yeah morning yeah good so my all-time favorite new year's resolution when i look back over the many i've made is the year that i chose to dote on my grandmother i said for one year i was going to call her more write her more visit her more, everything. And that was a fantastic feeling because I already love her and I'm close to her, but I was so much closer to her by the end Mm -hmm. of that year. And I was able to, you know, look back and see that by being deliberate, I had strengthened one of the most important relationships in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I look, I've shared that idea with a lot of my friends over the years. You know, sometimes you can look outward and make someone else's year better as a way of, you know how to to kick the year off yeah um, this year though I've decided something really different and it's funny to be saying this on a podcast but my New Year's resolution for 2018 is to learn how to produce a podcast I listen to podcasts all the time and I thought I want to know how that works and in the past one year I decided I want to learn to knit I went on YouTube I learned to knit I wanted to learn embroidery. I learned embroidery. Most of my self-teaching is craft-related, I've realized. <laughs> yeah. um, as you say it out loud. As I say it out loud. But this time I've decided <laughs> I'm going to learn something. And I have zero reason to believe I can do this. But I'm at least going to try. And my hope is by the end of the year, I know how to produce a podcast. And it's not something I know how to do right now. And I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to having an entirely new set of skills. Yeah. So I've never made a New Year's resolution because I know myself well enough that Uh I know it doesn't mean, I know I'm not going to put a lot of thought into something that feels like, like the term New Year's resolution doesn't hold, it doesn't have a lot of weight for me. It doesn't seem like it's very meaningful because I think that if you want to make a change, you want to learn something, you should just 
I don't know. I need to do things as they come to me. Um, but one year, I uh, was it was requested that I make one, so I ride horses. And uh, my trainer at the time had requested that we make a goal. More is in regards to that specific skill set, like what do you want to do? What do you want to learn in regards to being an equestrian this year? Um, and that one I did keep because I had somebody to make sure I was keeping it. <laughs> so in other words, I guess I need like a goal babysitter or something else. But I think that holding a person you care about or a person in your life accountable um, is really helpful for goal setting, for resolutions. And I think that um, the vulnerability to reach out and ask somebody to hold you accountable mm -hmm. is linked to self-care because I know myself well enough that I know I'm going to need somebody to say, remember when you said you were going to do this? You need to focus. So, yeah. Do you know what your resolution will be for this year? I have no idea. Do you have <laughs> suggestions? No. I feel like I've been suggesting, I've spoken to a lot of people lately who've been talking about how they want to learn a foreign language. So I feel like I've been you suggesting that. That's, you should learn French. Are you going to teach me French? Yeah, I'll teach you French. I love speaking French. I know. <laughs> I'll teach you French. Okay. Can okay. you say that in French? Um, <laughs> je. I could, you could say anything and I wouldn't know, so. <laughs> That's true. Is it teach you French? I'm thinking of, I Let's teach. teach. That's, I can think of, I'll learn French. But yeah. I think I know, of, uh, I know like, no clue. How about you, what about, you will learn French. Tu apprendre français. All right. Just, <laughs> Annie. <laughs> great. Just tell me what I'm going to do. That's essentially what I need. Ça va. Fantastique. Awesome. <laughs> That's also, that'll be my other New Year's resolution. Teach Sarah French. Okay, so now it's both of our... <laughs> and oh, okay, so holding what, each other accountable. Yeah, All right. and learn what teach is in French. <laughs> I once tried to learn one word in Swiss German per day for like a month. How did that go? Well, I don't know any Swiss German anymore, <laughs> so not well. Do you know 30 days worth? Like, do you know 30 no, words? No, nope, oh. nope, don't know anything. I mean, maybe because it was... Swiss German, <laughs> like maybe you need like French, <laughs> something like fun. This, this podcast is also not endorsed by anything <laughs> French by the country of France. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> though we will go there. Yeah, uh, Lafayette. If you'd Memorial. like us to. It's <laughs> great. I think actually yeah. visiting. Final like, words. Yeah. Well, All right. Um, so yeah, Squid, you're about to go have pizza with Grandpa. Yes. I can say I think his <laughs> weekly pizza with you date or you know plans on his calendar is probably one of his versions of self-care I know he really looks forward to mm -hmm. that all week that's one of my versions of self-care because honestly with grandpa I can like vent and say anything that I really need to get <laughs> off my chest and like he doesn't know any like he doesn't know anyone that goes to my school he's not gonna tell anyone yeah it's he, really nice he doesn't judge me he's an exquisitely good listener he's a really good listener it's really nice yeah it's like my weekly, like, get things off my chest week and get some advice and... Pizza therapy. Pizza therapy. And pizza, where, where we get pizza is, like, pretty, pretty cheap, too. Mm. So, like, it's not even, like, <laughs> expensive. So, I mean, yeah. All right. It's great. It's excellent self-care. Cheap pizza. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, well... 
how do we generally end the podcast, Sydney? What we're optimistic about. Would you like to start what you're optimistic about? I'm optimistic because we have just started a new trimester for school, and I'm in FCS, which is Family Consumer Sciences, so it's essentially home economics, and we're cooking a lot this year, and then we're also learning about the futures that we want to have, we're organizing our high school schedule, we're learning about different careers, so I'm excited about that, and my friends, a lot of my friends are in my class, so it's fun. I want to take that class, Mm -hmm. learn about my careers. FCS is fun. (laughs) Good. I love it. We cooked last year. We sewed in sixth grade. Um, When I'm not on this podcast as a guest or popping into the bookstore as a fill-in, I actually, my day job, I run a nonprofit organization. And sometimes when you're the, the president of a nonprofit, it can be tough because you report to a board and you have your staff and when you need to talk to someone, it can be hard to know what would be an appropriate person to talk to. So a month or so ago, I actually reached out to someone who would be an appropriate person, and I said to her, can I call you when I need to say something, like when I just need a chance to to say something? And she said, absolutely. And I mean, it sounded at the time a little hypothetical, but today I had a tough meeting, and afterward, I called her. I actually followed through on the advice I'd given myself, and we only spoke for a few minutes, um, but she knew everything. She knew the people, she knew the players, and boy, did it make me feel great to have that very quick conversation. Mm-hmm. And then my day per, like went on about its merry way, and I'm able to be that person for a lot of people, but I feel so much better now knowing that I have a person. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of proud of myself, and the reason I'm feeling optimistic is I can see a future where I don't have to replay things in my own head over and over and over again looking for, should I have handled that differently? Mm -hmm. I actually can call someone, say it out loud, and get to the end of that much more quickly. That's awesome. Thank you. Self-care. Self-care at work. (laughs) (laughs) Self-care. What? What? Um, So I'm optimistic because though January, February, March tend to be quiet times in the retail world, I'm looking forward to them this year because of the things that we have scheduled at the shop. I'm looking forward to um, the workshops that we're scheduling with local arts artists. I'm looking forward to the other readings that we're going to be having. I'm really looking forward to seeing how that affects the business and how that brings people together and builds the community that we've been that we've been working on that's been part of the mission of the business. So I'm really optimistic about um, what is generally a tough time of year for retail. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good about it. Sarah, you gotta put your hands up, man. No, put your put your other one. Mom feels left out. <laughs> one, two, three. Crushed it. <laughs> I find that if I just stay still, yeah. <laughs> the someone, high five comes to you. Someone has to like be <laughs> the rock. Yes. Someone's the high fiver. Someone's the high five <laughs> Usually, if I wait like this long. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Feminist Airhorn. You can learn more about card carrying books and gifts by finding us on Facebook or Instagram at Card Carrying Shop. 
Our website is www.cardcarryingshop.com. Thanks for listening.